0: And welcome into the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. It is time for the GI Jake Show, right here on Fan Run Radio. Jake Miller, Brett Hollander, intern Jack Marcus Young decided yesterday, oh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be Superman. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do two shows in a day. I'm gonna do the GI Jake Show and I'm gonna do the drive, but then I'm not gonna come to work the next day.
1: Goodness my goodness
0: poor marcus wish you were here buddy it is what it is got a big one tomorrow tennessee alabama it's huge always orange out it's going to be an orange out over at the tommy bowl tennessee alabama two o'clock espn2 the get-in price is 18 bucks but like brett said you got to risk that $1,000 deductible or $2,000 deductible <laughs> if, you, if you're really cheap, that $5,000 deductible, which may not even be what your car is worth, to go to this game. Tennessee is given a 62.5% chance to win this game as opposed to Alabama's 375 according to the ESPN Analytics. Don't connect, leading Tennessee in scoring right now with 185 per game. Mark Sears, Alabama's leading scorer, 196 Points per game. I think he leads the conference. I think he does as well. Jonas Adu leading Tennessee in rebounding, seven point five per game. Grant Nelson from Alabama leading their team with five point eight. Tennessee should have should have a good day on the boards tomorrow. I'm not not at all. I wouldn't say not at all, but I'm not as worried about that as I am. You know, being able to just go and score at will. That would be my thing right now. I want us to be able to just go out and score at will. I want DK to have another great game like he had. Yesterday, Zekai Ziegler still leading the team in assists of five a game as opposed to Aaron Estrada from Alabama, 3.9 assists per game. All in all, what is everyone's initial thought on this game tomorrow? Because I look at this, you know, Tennessee won four out of their last five. Alabama's won their last five and won them uh, decisively. Alabama's only close game was against Vanderbilt, in which they went to Nashville and won 78-75. Other than that, I look at this. It's like, yeah, they beat Mississippi State, in which a team we lost to, and they did it on the road, in which we could not do. However, when you look at the the momentum that Dalton Connect has right now, Mm Zakai Ziegler, Jonas Adu finally starting to uh, finally starting to find himself again. I guess you could say, in a sense, does it worry you at all, heading down or excuse me, heading over to the Tommy Bowl tomorrow and making this happen? You know, you're number six in the country. You're 13 and four. You're three and one in conference. Alabama's 12 and five. 4-0 4-0 in conference in which their coach has once again found himself under the spotlight for things you don't want to be in the spotlight over. You know, shoving a player the other night when they played in Missouri and, you know, we didn't really get to talk much on that yesterday, but here's mm-hmm. the thing, guys. When you are a head coach, it is your job to set the example, right? Mm-hmm. It's your job to conduct yourself in a professional manner that way you give off the right impression to your team, your fans, your administration. Like, you represent your university or your team. In that moment. When you're the head coach, you are the direct representation of that team. Yep. And when you do something like that, you've immediately crossed the line. Yeah. You, you were out of bounds. You did everything that you were not supposed to do in that situation. And guess what? The whole world saw it. Yeah. And to only get a public reprimand. First thing gets brought up, Tony Vitello. He shoves an up, gets a three-game suspension. Nate Oates does it. We publicly reprimanded him and something that bothers me their basketball team is i don't know how in the world their basketball team of all the programs down there they have a good baseball program they had an elite football program we're going to talk more about that here after a while Mm -hmm. but right now i'm looking at alabama i'm like why why are they getting preferential treatment why is their basketball team getting everything swept under the rug it makes no sense to me, and it shouldn't make any sense to anybody because it doesn't make sense. Why is Alabama getting preferential treatment right now? Is it because their football team is in shambles, which, by the way, their or uh, number three overall quarterback in class 2024, he ain't going to be there no more. He's gone. Mm-hmm. He's going somewhere else. They're not getting the Saban discount anymore. Once again, welcome
1: to hell, Alabama. Brett, how are you, sir? doing well we made it uh, again feels good to be down here uh, we decided not to it's tempting to drive your car down that hill I will say like you walk down here like man I can make it but then the second you you do it and you get stuck you're like what was I doing why well, can I can wait one more day oh the second you know
0: that any of us try to do it Ryan's gonna be have to buy a at brand new well grade. and you
1: can tell somebody did it I mean, there's already the tracks, and a lot of people have done it. Yeah. And there looks like there's just one little sliver that just has you questioning it. But, you know, uh, (laughs) other than that, you know, doing well, ready for this game tomorrow. It's a huge one. Uh, You know, I know it says ESPN doesn't have them ranked, but Ken Palm has them as the seventh-ranked team in the country, the number one offensive in the country.
0: So, uh, and there's reason for that. I mean, there's they're averaging 90.2 they points per game. I think they have five or
1: six guys adver- averaging double figures. Um, you know, they're mm-hmm. you know, we thought they were good last year, but they I mean, statistically they're just as good, if not a little better, even with not having two first round draft picks.
0: I mean, that's the thing. You got to look at there. I mean, they're averaging 90.2 points per game.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're shooting it, I think really well from 3. I mean, I think they do everything well offensively. I mean, we're going to have to be at our best defensively um you know you love the fact you're here hopefully we get fans down there um you know make it a good great home court advantage with that orange out you know they're keeping students away i think for a couple more days you know so they're not going back until tuesday yeah i think it's all that so yeah it's gonna be uh you know two o'clock is gonna be it's gonna be rocking down here
0: absolutely jack You're going to get some mic time today, brother.
2: Yes, sir. Uh, Yeah, I'm uh, really excited for this weekend. I'll definitely be going to this uh, Bama-Tennessee game, looking forward to some NFL playoffs as well. But, yeah, this this is sort of scaring me a little bit, this game, obviously. It's just Bama, so I hate them automatically. But, yeah, they're averaging 90 points a game. Um, That'll be a big test for our defense. And, yeah, they just have – they got some ballers down there. So, it'll be a big test, um, and hopefully we come out on top.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, you look at this game, you look at some other games going on throughout the country, and now you got to start thinking, now that we're in conference play, it's like, who is going to step up? Who is going to be that team that finds its way into the NCAA tournament that probably should not? Now, obviously, Memphis has a good team this year. We all know that. Mm -hmm. Memphis also went down last night to South Florida. They're up 20. Yeah. Yeah. South Florida outscored Memphis 42 (laughs) 26 in the second half.
1: I found myself actually watching more uh, Pember play. Uh, UNC Asheville was playing Winthrop last night. Oh, really? I saw myself watching him. He went for, I think, almost 30 and like 15. Jeez. You know, so I found myself watching him. I mean, I don't really care to watch Penny, you know, but yeah. You know, but yeah, Pember was going off.
0: Now, that's um, going to be something to keep an eye on because right now, another team that I'm looking at that can make a run. You know, in the NCAA tournament, not just get there, but actually make a run, uh, surprisingly, is St. John's.
2: You
0: yeah, know, Rick you, Patino coach team, they're twelve and six right now.
1: I think you were talking about them last week, weren't you? When yeah. they were playing Creighton or somebody that weekend.
0: So over the summer, that was actually like a team that I took on one of oh, these that's right, ridiculous yeah. parlays to just right. make the final four. Mm-hmm. Not to win it all, but just to make the final four. Because it really did feel like they might be a dark horse that could do that. Now, you look at their schedule. They've, yeah, they've got. Are some, they
1: comfortably in right now if the they're tournament com- started in?
0: They're not comfortably in. But, you know, they are playing some decent ball. I don't want to say they're playing great ball, but they're playing decent ball. Um, of course, you look at their schedule right now. They went to UConn and lost 69 to 65. I'm going to have to get my glasses on, dude. I cannot <laughs> see worth a damn right now.
2: <laughs> it's a stack conference for sure. Like, you got Creighton, Marquette. And Econ, only a one-point like loss said. to Creighton as yeah. well on that. They have plenty of opportunities to get a quality win to get to the tournament, but, yeah, they just got to win them.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is you got to start looking at some of these teams that might be able to make a run. Uh, you can go ahead and throw Texas in that mix as well. Horns down. I know you can't see us on camera right now because we have a dead iPad. But at the same time, Texas might be able to make a run themselves. The get-in cost to that game tomorrow between Baylor and Texas is actually 60 bucks. Hmm. That's just the get-in price wow. to that game. Then you look at some other games going on throughout the top twenty-five tomorrow. We only have one tonight: Wisconsin and Indiana. That game is going to be the only ranked matchup that you have tonight. Um, of course, Tennessee and Alabama. UCF actually goes to Houston. And Houston, you know, one of the things that we talked about last year with them is like, can they handle you know the Big Twelve once they make that jump? Mm-hmm. And they have—you uh, could say—they've handled it well, but they're two and two in the Big Twelve right now. They're fifteen and two, but their only two losses have come in conference now. That comes with playing in a tougher conference. Mm -hmm. It's a lot different than playing in the AAC, the American, whatever you want to call it, whatever the abbreviated term is for that conference, that's what you got. And then you got a top 25 matchup between Iowa State and TCU tomorrow as well at 2 o'clock. That will be on ESPNU. And then the CW network, Brett. (laughs) The CW. Who do they got? Number four, North Carolina and Boston College. Uh The get-in price. Up in Massachusetts for that one, 105 bucks. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Poor West Virginia. they got to take on Kansas. West Virginia sitting at 6-11 and 11 right now. Not good for them. UCLA-Arizona, that'll be a very lackluster game. I don't recommend tuning into that one. Uh, one you might want to keep your eye on, though. Mm-hmm. 6 o'clock, SEC Network. Georgia goes to Rupp. Mm. Keep your eye on that one. I don't know if George is necessarily gonna win. We'll take some betting odds here when we go to break. Get you some uh, Brett's best bets to end the show. We kinda kinda whiffed on that yesterday a little bit. We didn't really uh Yeah. We were just kinda happy to be here. We we're just kinda happy, go lucky, didn't really, you know, look into it too much because quite frankly, in Knoxville, the world has shut down to us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we were all out of whack.
0: We were all out of whack yesterday. BYU Texas Tech, that might be a good one on ESPN two at six o'clock as well. UConn and Villanova, UConn, number one in the country for the first time in I don't know how long, even though they just won a national championship. Pitt and Duke, that's not going to be fun to watch, and then you get to cap it off at 8.30 on the SEC Network
1: with Ole Miss and Auburn. Can Auburn been a surprise, haven't they? I don't know if they even started the season ranked. I don't think they did. I think it was only
0: Tennessee and Kentucky in the top 25 to start the year. Auburn, of course, you know they lost their first game of the year to Baylor, and that's then right. their right. only other loss is to a really bad loss to Appalachian State. But other than that, they've kind of just swept through everybody. Now, granted, they've not
1: really played anybody. But they're winning them by, it looks like, double digits. Most of them, yeah. All their conference wins have been double digits.
0: Yeah, I mean, LSU, goodness. You know, that's a team you almost feel sorry for. You almost do. And then you remember what Will Wade did and you just don't. They're 11-6 and six right now.
1: They've only got one conference loss, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're right there.
0: But last year, when they had the mass exodus, Mm -hmm. at one point, I want to say it would have been wise to probably go to the student union and put up flyers. Yeah. What's your GPA? How tall are you? And how much eligibility do you do have?
1: Like of? football does and have those open tryouts.
0: I mean, you might as well at that open point. Open up
1: the rack. I mean, they might have been down at the rec center watching some dudes. I mean, you never know because of these schools.
0: It could have been. I mean
1: some guys just decide they don't want to play in college and just go for school. Absolutely. Or, when are we
0: going to get to see our throwback uniforms again? The one with the ball I, script.
1: You think anything special tomorrow? With I, the orange out or I mean I, to, I know we're not going to go orange unis, but we might. I think it'll be the we don't think it'll be the cream. I love the with cream. The, I want the cream bag. Yeah, yeah, those they, are pretty sick.
0: Those are pretty sweet. Now, I will say I love ours. I think ours is probably one of the better throwbacks. Uh-huh. But uh, the ones that LSU wore last year, those were pretty slick. Which ones? They had, like, the Louisiana in cursive writing oh, and then yeah, the yeah. state underneath, and it yeah. was in the cursive writing with a couple of stars on there. Yeah. Now, I like that one really well. That was a really good throwback uniform that they wore. I mean, you look at Tennessee. They're going to play LSU on uh, February the 7th. That'll be a fun one to watch. It'll be really fun to
3: watch.
0: (laughs) I hate LSU. Something about those letters. LSU just makes you sick. (laughs) Just makes you absolutely sick. Goodness. Goodness, 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 goodness. So, Alabama. We're going to touch on that when we return. Don't have a guest today. So, we'll go ahead and open up the phone lines 865 546 8200. Your number if you want to hop on the show. We're going to get into this little debacle. This absolute just shellacking that Alabama is getting from everyone right now.
1: They're just still losing players. They're still losing players. I think players. they lost one on the way in, didn't they? <laughs> Between that, and we're going to talk about
0: the Gerald Mincy situation as well. We're going to hit off oh, to yeah. start the segment on that. Um, just because I have a really strong opinion about that.
1: And I think Ohio State made an interesting hire for OC. Did you see that? Really? Bill O'Brien. Hmm. He's leaving the Pats, I guess. Really? Yeah. To go beat OC at o- Ohio State. Ooh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're, they really want to beat Michigan. Yeah,
1: I mean, what's I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, what's Harbaugh going to do?
0: You don't know. We, we really don't have a clue as to what's going to happen over the next few weeks. Because right now, you're getting really, really late into the recruiting cycle. You're getting really, really late into this. Because now, okay, you look at this and it's like, okay, okay good. in November, you can make these decisions. And you can make them pretty quick. Because you're going to have people chomping at the bit. Now that you are into January, you know, Nick Saban, granted, you want to coach out the rest of your season. If you're a coach of that status, and you've accomplished all you need to accomplish in your career, you can do that. But it is crucial That you have somebody on deck that can make it happen. One of the things Alabama did not take into account: it's not an Alabama discount that they were getting; it was the Nick Saban discount that they were getting when they're going in trying to recruit these players, try to get them on the field. Now they are in shambles; they are in football hell.
1: So that so your thing is just strictly money and it's money. Nothing to do with Saban. You don't think these guys just wanted to play for Saban, and that's the reason they were there? And I think it. I think it plays the into school it. and or well, whatever.
0: I think it plays in a huge factor when you
1: because you think that'd be more money in their pocket because all the money going out with Saban. Be. Like I don't know.
0: You would think, but at the same time, you knew that Nick Saban could get you to the NFL if you were an elite talent. You knew that Nick Saban would get you to the NFL, and we've reached the point in college athletics across the board. You know, maybe baseball and some of the non-revenue producing sports, you're actually getting guys that go where they want to go. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, with collegiate athletics, it's not about education anymore. A matter of fact, I don't know if it ever was. I don't even know if it's about winning, and I don't even know if it's about the sport they're playing. I think it's all about money at this point. Mm-hmm. It's all about money. If you ever watch Blue Chips, you ever watch that final press conference, yeah. Coach Pete Bell, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And the thing is, that movie was made in the early 90s. But everything that is said in that press conference
1: mm-hmm.
0: still reigns true to this day. And when you look at the characters that were in that, the real-life characters, <laughs> your Bobby Knights, your Jim Bayheims of the world, Coach Tark, like those guys were out there doing the same thing yeah. that they're still doing today. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's not about winning. It's not about football. It's not about basketball. It's all about money. Just damn money. Stay with us. The G.I. Jake Show marches on right here on Fan Run Radio.
4: Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach... 865- 966-3434 or visit smathletics.com get the best for your team delivered right and on time so elevate your team's game by contacting sm athletics today
5: attention service members and veterans introducing the griffin law firm your trusted ally in military legal matters whether it's fighting for your rights navigating complex regulations or seeking justice at griffin law your mission is their mission Here's VFL Marshall Griffin.
6: As a veteran and retired military attorney, I've successfully defended lifelong benefits and helped preserve professional futures. So I know that when you hire a military justice lawyer, you maximize your chance to get relief. With my unique experience, I can advocate for you because there's no military matter that's too big or too small. Let us help you make these critical decisions that could affect the rest of your life. Remain silent, request counsel, call Griffin Law.
5: For a free consultation, call 888-707-4282. That's 888-707-4282. Or visit GriffinLawDefense.com.
4: A brand built in Tennessee and born from the love of the game. Inward Half revolutionizes golfing comfort. Crafted by a former pro and dedicated enthusiast just like you, our luxury performance wear guarantees you stay cool and comfortable through every swing and every day. We're not just a brand. We've set out to create a lifestyle for those who understand that impeccable style and premium performance are a hole in one. Enjoy the walk-in with inward half.
5: Is your home's exterior in need of a makeover? If so, it's time to call North Knox Siding and Windows. Transform your home's curb appeal with premium siding options. From classic to modern styles, they've got something to suit every taste. Upgrade to energy efficient windows that'll keep your home comfortable all year round while saving you money on your energy bills. North Knox Siding and Windows, get ready to fall in love with your home all over again. Online at North Knox Siding and Windows, vanilla baby.
0: back here on the gi jake show right here on fan run radio we're gonna open up the phone lines 865-546-8200 your number if you want to hop on the show let's get roberto in here first what do you say berto That's still going to play. There he is. What's
7: up? Can you hear me okay?
0: We got you loud
7: and clear. Outstanding. What's up, man? You there, Jake? I'm here. Man, long time, you know, talkie. Then this whole uh, weather system stuff, including today. Actually, today's probably the worst of it, honestly. Well, the wind outside, man, will cut you in two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's that, and the roads. Everybody's like, I'm going to drive on the roads. It's like, that stuff you don't see is actually what's going to make you wreck. Yes. Um, You can see snow, and snow has grip. Ice, there's no grip. Well, I mean, that's just like everybody saying, oh,
0: I got my Jeep. I got a four-wheel drive truck. I can drive in anything. Buddy, let me tell you something. You might be able to drive drive, on snow.
7: Four wheels still slide on ice.
0: Yes, you can drive in a front-wheel drive on, on snow. You have the front-wheel drive sleigh. We all, are, Everybody's seen Christmas Vacation with Clark Griswold. Excuse me, Chevy Chase as Clark Griswold. But it does not matter if you have a two-wheel drive, a four-wheel drive, or a ten-wheel drive. You cannot drive on ice.
7: Yeah, people are around here. I, God bless them. I, I just think there's so many dumb hicks <laughs> that think they can do whatever they want. I mean, like, I, I went out yesterday in my front-wheel drive little Camry I fish tailed once or twice. I went all the way into Knoxville and got on their side roads. Good lord. Got on good on you guys over there in, in Knoxville, out here in God's country. It's pretty clear. Um but I tell you what, man, like watching this one dude yesterday, he had an an escalade, as he would say, I'm sure. And uh Escalade boy thought a uh, old boy thought he was Billy Badass, and he uh, <laughs> on the same street I was on. There's about four to six inches of ice. I'm not kidding, but I was you know it had grip, and I was aiming at the places I knew had grip, or maybe their son had gotten on some places and given you a, a place to 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 grip a little bit with your tires. And I I rolled it at about five miles an hour. Right? Yeah. Old boy goes down this thing, and next thing I know, I'm at the top of the hill. So I'd gone up, and he's going down, and I hear. Aah! <laughs> I go, mm-hmm. <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> uh, felt like uh, what, what was it that '70s show, The Dad, Red, dumbass. Like <laughs> it's not that hard. Anyways, I, I digress, gents. This Alabama thing just is br- every day, you know, because it's seasonal depression disorder time. You know, a lot of people have seasonal depression because of the the weather and the clouds and the whatever. And I really don't, but sometimes I get down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And this is just giving, just breathing life right into my soul. It really just does. Alabama's misgivings is just beautiful to me. I love it. I absolutely love it. I will say this, frankly, and I'm being totally honest. I wish it wasn't Kalen DeBoer because I really like him.
0: That's the bad thing is, like, before all this happened, Kalen DeBoer had a lot of respect from a lot of people. I think he still does, honestly. I think he still does, but you throw in the Bama effect and it kind of ruins it for me.
7: Yeah. For for you guys like you and I, sure. Yes. Sure. I can't cheer for him now. I cheered for him all year. I Of course, that could have been that I had a plus 2,000 on Washington to win the national championship since September. But.
0: I mean, think about this. I I did. Mean, Julian saying their freshman, the top-ranked quarterback in the class of 2024. Bye-bye. Gone. Done, gone. Bye bye.
7: Yeah. Boy, he looked like a pretty Bama boy, though, didn't he? He had the Bama bangs. He had the whole thing. Um, he
0: looked like Frat Boy Jake out there. That's what he looked like.
7: God, you were a handsome devil. I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just don't. It's strange to me. That's all. Like how bad they are. The rumor is some players are using the, he didn't talk to us for the first three days. He was here as their get out. And some of them are, I think, actually offended by it. Some of them are not offended yeah. by it. You know, some of them are just using it to get out. And uh, just so we're clear, Jake, you were calling it the, the, the Saban effect or you were getting the Saban discount. I think what I think you guys may have had a miscommunication on your end, and that was you were saying they haven't had to pay top dollar for players like everybody else has because they have Nick Saban. And I the think they were able to
0: – like my thing is – I. In my opinion, I think they were able to match it, but the Saban effect kind of takes it over the top. It's like, okay, we might
5: be getting offered this by Florida.
7: I totally disagree. I can tell you, knowing people in their collective and and huge donors to the university, they were paying less than everyone else. Really? I can tell you that. Yeah, absolutely. I can tell you that for 100% fact.
0: So they weren't even matching top offers?
7: No. They were going, well, we'll give you maybe 75%. If somebody was offered $300, we will give you 225 250 whatever that number you know came out to in their world. Mm-hmm. But you have Nick Saban and the payoff comes in the back because you will play in the NFL. He's got a point, You're guys. You're not guaranteed to go play. For, uh, who's the who's – the, Downs? Caleb Downs? Yes. Hey, Caleb, come play for the defensive back guy which Nick Saban is, to this day, and will always be the greatest defensive backs coach. That's oh, LA
0: everyone State says here. that LSU is DBU. No, Alabama was no, DBU. No, 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 no. no. Alabama I mean. was
7: DBU. Yeah. LSU had Louisiana athletes. Alabama had the best coach that's ever coached the position as their head coach. I mean, and he, that, that was his baby. Well, and really, you know? the
0: best coach that's ever coached. I mean, let's call this. He's the greatest coach probably in the history. Oh,
7: no doubt, but, but – uh, you know, this is I, – I had a hot take the other day, and everybody called me an idiot, and that's fine. I don't really care. Uh, you, you guys have called me this before, too, so, and we're still friends, right? Yeah. Um, I said, tactically, I think that Kalen DeBoer is actually a better football coach now in today's game than Nick Saban is, tactically. Wow. Um, that's a big, bold statement, but this game isn't driven by defense anymore. No. It is not. Kalen, Kalen DeBoer is incredibly brilliant offensively. I, 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 there's so many Tennessee people that that I'm talked to that are just like, I'm Tennessee only, and so they don't watch college football. And I'm like, if you guys haven't watched this guy coach football, in-game, in-I-N game, game mm-hmm. he's definitely not better than Saban. I never said that. Right. Because he's not. But, tactically, he's absolutely better than Saban was. Absolutely. Especially in today's game.
0: Well, and the do you thing, believe
7: that too, or am I crazy?
0: Well, I mean, I think that Nick Saban's the best coach, like across Ever. the board of all time. Like and you no made thing. a great point too, Roberto, about like there are a lot of people out there that only watch Tennessee; they don't watch any other college football going on throughout the country on any given Saturday. They only watch Tennessee. So, how can you really yep. formulate an opinion about somebody
1: if
7: well, you're not the watching one. them do oh, yeah. what they do? exactly
1: do you think DeBoer's second guessing himself by leaving Washington at this point
7: only if Michigan comes open I got you he Michigan's had to take the job. job well so I wanted to you actually kind of segue for me if you don't mind I, yeah. I'd like to I, and I know you guys are giving me way too much time so if you need me to drop just say get out there and I will <laughs> we love you man uh, so uh, Michigan's his dream job but Michigan's done it right you were talking about <clears throat> excuse me Alabama sieving all these players in the 30-day window and you know your Reese Davis and your Marty Two Straws as we as as we affectionately call them around mm-hmm. here, old Marty Smith flurping up that bath water for Saban. Um, I bet you he could tell you what flavor his undies are. Um, uh, you know, and he got all that media, and they're just so far crammed up Alabama's ass, But what, and they're like, it's not fair to poor Alabama. Yeah. It's not fair. Dude, this is what the rest of us have dealt with forever, but Michigan did it right. What they're going to yeah. do is Harbaugh is going to wait until every single other college of consequence is enrolled and in spring semester, then he's going to take the Chargers job and they're going to promote uh, uh, Sh- uh, Sharon Moore. Is that Sherron? Yeah, that it? yeah, no, whatever. It. yeah. Uh, that's what they're going to do, so it won't harm them. They're not going to lose right. players. They may yeah. lose a few here and there to go to the portal, but they're not going to be able to enroll until the summer.
1: Yeah, that's what I was asking. It's actually if they, brilliant. Yeah, that's what I was asking, if they would just, if Harbaugh left, wouldn't they just keep the same guy, keep what they have you know recruits know them and
7: they're they're going to oh they are harbaugh is taking the the chargers job probably in the next 10 days yeah okay absolutely that's uh inside that community i can't tell you who i know but let's just say i know somebody that tends to help with all the contracts written in that industry for the big coaches that's a great way to say that (laughs) and um maybe in memphis uh and I can tell you that that is the industry thought, is that he's going to wait until pretty much like everybody. Like, Tennessee has an extremely late enrollment period for their spring semester. Do you guys know that? I mean,
0: most schools, like I know when I was at MTSU, I mean, we were back like the second week of January.
7: Yeah, and Tennessee's, is the last day to enroll is the 29th of January this year is what I just read. Mm. So do you know why, though? Because we used to, they would do mini-term in December, and Mm. now it seems they're doing mini-term Partly in December and some in January or all in January. Is it I don't possible? know because I don't go to school anymore.
0: Like I don't know the exact ruling on this, but you know how like a lot of colleges do the Maymester, as we call it, the three-week yeah, yeah. classes in May. Well, well, it-
7: we always had one at Tennessee, but it was in December as well. So we called it mini-term or yeah. December term. Um, hmm. Interesting. And maybe they bump that to January. If, if so, Tennessee has a strategic advantage over everybody else who's already gone back. Hey, I'm not going to lie.
0: Those online classes during the Maymester? Some good GPA boosters in that three-week time span. (laughs)
7: Yeah, one of my teachers, I I I thought I dropped the class, and and I and I guess I didn't or didn't you know back when the internet was in its advent, and you were having to use it in its advent at the University of Tennessee. Yes, that's how old I am, guys. We had dial-up at the University of Tennessee when I started.
0: (laughs) That sounds awful, Roberto.
7: You remember the Net Zero disc
0: that we used to get in the mail? It's like try Net Zero. See if that works any better for you. And it was like 10 megabits per second. And it's like, oh my goodness, this is the fastest thing ever.
7: It's blazing fast, Blazer. No, uh, I digress again. But but yeah, no, for real. We got T1 my sophomore year at Tennessee. Wow. Which was like the fastest internet at the time. Yeah. Now we have fiber. I don't even know what that means. That's how old I am. It's, it's
0: really good. It's really good. Just know that.
7: Oh, yeah? Does it does – it, do you have to plug in your phone for it to work? You do not, but uh, you can – Does it go through your phone line and make that weird noise? Uh, <laughs> uh, ee- uh, ee- uh, uh, <laughs> so, well, you guys would give me a ton of time, but I think just the Alabama thing, they're just experiencing what the rest of us have for a decade and a half. Yes. You know, used to it was, here's your keys to your charger when you sign on that dotted line. Here's 15 grand in, you know, um, uh, Mississippi, Ole Miss in Mississippi State. Have you ever heard how they were paying players back in the day? It's brilliant, actually. No, heard I have it? not heard that. Um, again, maybe or may not be connected in the lower west side of the state of Tennessee, okay? Gotcha. This is how they did it down there. They would give you a stack. Are you ready for this? Yes. Of casino chips, and the casino's about. And they'd send them to Tunica, and then they go to the Hoon or they go to Biloxi or wherever they were, whichever direction they were going. Yep. And they would cash those in. And Smart. you know what? It's freaking brilliant! Is there a paper trail? Absolutely not. You no. go lay the cash. You get the chips. You send them the chips. They take it back. They get the chips. That's how it works. Oh, there's a
0: good one. Have you ever heard about what happened? I can't remember exactly which player it was, but I know who the coach was at Auburn back in the late 80s, early 90s. So there was a position coach. They were recruiting this kid really hard a defensive back. And he was committed to LSU, and they would offered him a substantial amount of money to come to LSU. So this coach from Auburn goes to a payphone about 30 minutes outside of where he was. Mm-hmm. Calls the dude from a pay phone, pretends to be the LSU coach, and says, hey, man, I'm sorry, but we can't honor that offer and we can't honor the scholarship. You're going to, to find somewhere else to play.
7: I've actually heard this story, but I cannot remember who the coach
0: was. or the- Oh, I know which coach it was. I'm not going to give it away on air because my buddy might kill me. But,
7: um- oh, okay. I mean, I've heard this story. I don't remember which player it was, but, no, that's absolutely a story I've heard in my day. Oh, yeah, that one. That was. I mean, it was brilliant because you could do that. The NILs kind of ruined the fun part, right? The yes. cheating and getting away with it was the fun part. I love cheating. I'm not even going to fake it. It was so fun. Everybody in town knew what was happening in Knoxville. I mean, look, for for you Tennessee fans that believe Tennessee is above reproach, uh, sorry, sorry. It's just
0: not true. Oh, Roberto, just- remember the time, all those times that we would send them to get their suits tailored and all of a sudden they'd go pick it up and there'd be a wad of hundreds in the suit pockets? No, I've never heard of that. Oh, that's a thing, too. No, I
3: was kidding. <laughs> that was a thing back in the 90s.
7: Yeah, no, I've never heard of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just kind of pulled that out. That never happened.
7: No, it never happened. <laughs> There's not a local tailor here that would have ever done anything like that and put you on a billboard. No, we're we're clean with your charcoal gray and, and orange pinstripe suit. Yes. That would have never happened. No, um, <laughs> you know, uh, it's just, uh, to me, Jake, I, maybe, I'm um, again, I'm, I'm a long winded guy, but like, this is the beauty of this game. And I think the NIL has stolen a little bit of it because it does mean more here. Beautiful blonde lady on the beach and talking about the Southeastern conference, right? Yes. Um, uh, but I'll tell you this, Alabama is just getting kicked in the mads with what they've done to everyone else for two decades. Maybe all the way back to 1958. Yeah, you know, uh, Alabama has worshipped at the altar of two men. As I said the other day, I don't know if you saw that, Jake. Since 1958, it's been their religion. And Bear yeah. was the man that made it their religion. He was their godhead, right? And then he, he died, sad. I mean, it was sad. Anybody dying is sad. But he died, and then they wandered in the wilderness, like the Jews or the, if you want to say, the Israelites, for how many years? 20 years-ish? Often, well, I guess that's not true, because because Gene Stallings one of a natty. But let's just say they kind of floundered around, and then they rededicated their life uh, to Christ, if you will, when Saban came along, and that is their religion. And the fact that their religion... Is being pulled out from under them like a rug mm-hmm. is awesome to watch. As a as a hater of that of all things Alabama, it's awesome to watch that. Uh, what do you thought on that?
0: I mean, the thing is, it's like Alabama. That, this is all, like you said. This is basically a religion. them this is all they've known. And right now, just watching it crumble is probably the greatest thing that I have seen in my adult life. I thought that the kick six was the best thing that could ever happen. And this has somehow made it even better. Then there was also the Bo Nix win, in which they were down in Jordan here. I forgot
7: about that. That I forgot about that.
0: That one was interesting because you have Gus Malzahn after the game telling the media, yeah, this guy is great. He's going to win a championship before he leaves here. Now, granted, that never happened. But that was another one in which Bama fans just melted down. I mean, full-blown melted down over that. They melted down over the kick six. They are in full blown shambles right now. Their message yeah. boards. They want to fire everyone.
7: I don't know if do anybody you read else on is... their message board oh, on that's... the hot take on the on the uh, on the stupid message boarders hot takes or whatever on Twitter. Did you see? That's where I got that. One guy saying they should that their churches will be fine. They should start tithing to the University of Alabama NIL Collective. I swear to God, that's Ooh, a real thing.
0: that's not good. Don't do that. Don't ever do that, people. If you're going thou, thou
7: shalt not have
0: any gods before
7: me. Yes. Yes. Hey, go ahead, Alabama. You saw how it worked out in uh, in biblical times in the Old Testament. That didn't work out too well for you. So go right ahead, Alabama. Go right ahead, um, <laughs> Good. Jake. T- to hang up with this. Lastly, I just I wanted to ask you. Uh, you, you you brought up Bo Nix, and he's been in college since like I my wife has been out for twelve years. I'm pretty sure Bo Nix was in that recruiting class. <laughs> um, but there really was a guy that was like almost in college when my wife the guy at miami there has to be a cap on the number of years you're allowed to play college football
0: i have no idea how some of these guys keep he, doing dude, it. dude he
7: is like 27 have you heard about this guy did you read about this i'm sure yeah, he's yeah. a
0: grown like he's a year younger than what well, about to be two years younger than i am at
1: okay, some yeah. point you got to yeah. just hang it up yourself
7: but, but, uh, I mean what's it, he a teacher now to and GM measure it has to end right
1: yeah right.
7: yeah you, the do, last four years.
1: yeah it's yeah. ridiculous yeah it's ridiculous
7: it actually endangers this sounds maybe wild i don't know if this is this is maybe way off the reservation but like to me It's like, it's okay, a great example. It's like a high school senior playing against a sixth grader. Now, not exactly, okay? But age-wise, that's about right. Yes. Actually, it's like a high school senior playing against a fourth grader. Pretty much. Age-wise, right? Now, size-wise, not necessarily, but he's a full-grown man with a fully grown and developed frontal cortex. Yes. Because that happens at 25 for males, right? Yes, at what point does that become a danger to the players playing against him?
0: As soon as you hit 25. I mean, let's call this like it is, man. There are a lot of guys out there. And Jeremiah Mazzoli, he was the first to really figure out the loophole with the grad transfer. Now you insert the transfer portal. Now you insert insert the uh, COVID year, red shirts, gray well, shirts, the COVID blue year, shirts.
7: Is this the last year of the COVID year, though? Uh or think wait, one more year? I think this is the
0: last year we have to deal with it.
7: Interesting okay yes i I just can't remember i I don't i i'm bad at mathing right now i've been stuck at home with my kids for eight days straight (laughs) hey um i just want you to know i love you boys thanks for the time man you're giving me so much of it and i just love the show you guys are knocking out the park i'm sorry this is my first time calling i've just been swamped
0: it's all good brother
7: love you buddy take care
0: hey love you too man stay with us final segment hour number one coming up right here on fan run radio
4: 3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team, delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. Are you tired of looking at
0: that piece of furniture that is worn down but you don't want to get rid of it? Go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Locally and family-owned and operated with over 67 years of combined experience. Located at 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today at 865 237 3272 or visit them online at fabric sun.com that's fabric com, and be sure to tell Stan that you heard about him right here on fan run radio
5: attention service members and veterans introducing the Griffin law firm your trusted ally in military legal matters whether it's fighting for your rights navigating complex regulations or seeking justice at Griffin law your mission is their mission Here's VFL Marshall Griffin.
6: As a veteran and retired military attorney, I've successfully defended lifelong benefits and helped preserve professional futures. So I know that when you hire a military justice lawyer, you maximize your chance to get relief. With my unique experience, I can advocate for you because there's no military matter that's too big or too small. Let us help you make these critical decisions that could affect the rest of your life. Remain silent, request counsel, call Griffin Law.
5: For a free consultation, call 888-707-4282, that's 888-707-4282, or visit griffinlawdefense.com.
0: Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the Lifetime Warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs, where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. Final segment, hour number one, right here on the G.I. Jake Show. Guys, I want to talk a little bit about what's going on right now. Um, I think everyone saw Gerald Mincy kind of clapping back at Tennessee fans, you know, with his decision to transfer to Kentucky. Now, a lot of – and these are media guys and even fans that are saying, oh, well, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes or you don't know why they transferred. Guys – let me tell you something. Right now, the way I see it, guys like that, you can't consider them a ball for life. You absolutely cannot consider them a ball for life. I'll tell you why. If you have that mindset of, I'm going to leave when things get just a little bit too hard or someone might take my position or I got in a little bit of trouble and I got into you know, a little bit of a disagreement with one of the coaches, okay, Whatever. You know what happens when life throws you a curveball? You take it. You get back up because it's not about how hard you can get hit. Excuse me. It's not about how you get hit. It's about how hard you get hit and are able to bounce back from that. So let me ask y'all this right now. Brett, Jack, would you want to be like Giannis? Would you like to be like Giannis Antetokounmpo and go to a team and have to build it up and earn a championship, or do you want to be like Kevin Durant? And when things get just a little bit too tough, you're gonna jump ship and go somewhere else where you know it's gonna be easier for you. Kind of like Brock Lesnar in the WWE. is another example. Things get just a little bit too hard. Oh, well, I think I'm gonna go UFC. Or things get just a little bit too hard. Ah, I think I'm gonna take a break. Make you do something you don't want to do. Ah, I don't want to do this anymore. Guess what? You're not evolved for life. You were just evolved for
1: a minute. Yeah. I mean, call out like it is. Yeah, no, I mean, he. I, it's interesting. He has to go to social media and express his frustration. And it's and I'll defend him for a second just because, I mean, maybe he was receiving a lot of negative comments because of this. I, I bet Barron was too, and any of these guys that are left, especially Barron. He's a local kid.
0: Well, he's a local kid who was going to Ole Miss. The checks are starting to bounce, and now they're all going to Louisville. Yeah, so. Louisville, you can at least say they've got the money. Louisville's got the money to throw around. Ole Miss doesn't have the money to throw around. They're down there promising people yeah. money.
1: Oh no, it's it, it is a little disappointing that he would need to say that, and you know, I mean he's he's tempting the tiger because who he's got to face next year. But you know, like I, I don't know, it's, I I can see it both ways, I guess. But he's just frustrated. He wanted to stay clearly, and something happened, and you know they decided, hey, we're ready to move on. You play know? better. I mean that's all yeah. you can do. You can
0: play better. Yeah. Don't get yourself in trouble right before you go down to Florida. Go get yourself a citation, get arrested, whatever you got. True. Don't do that. If you wanted to play in the Florida game, you shouldn't have been out doing something stupid.
1: Yeah. Well, let's
0: call and, it we, and it. we
1: defended him. We're like, man, he was there. You know, it's just a little, you know. Yeah, we tried well, to defend him. Yeah, we did. We said we needed you. You know, we realized well, we were weak on the offensive line, and you hurt the team by doing what you did. Yeah. You know, that's you decided to go do something stupid. Get yourself caught.
0: And that's why you weren't able to play.
1: And now you're going to come take that L next year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> let's call it L like it is. Anytime they see the power T on the side of the helmet, they shut down. They do not know what to do. Yep. Let's get Joshy boy in here next. What do you say, Joshy? What
3: up, guys? Hey! What up, Joshy? So, uh, are you guys uh, tired of the smell like I am or no?
0: <laughs> Joshy, here's the thing. If I want Crystal and I can't get to Crystal – it's a bad day.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: I've not been able to get to Crystal in five days.
1: <laughs> Surprised you to make me stop.
0: Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> I Brett. <gotta> say anything.
1: <laughs> now my car is gonna stink <laughs> like
6: Crystal.
3: Yeah. So, uh, have you been to Crystal yet?
6: No, I just <laughs> said I haven't been to Crystal
3: in five days. <laughs> oh dang.
1: Yeah, can you see uh, he's angry?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I see, Brett. But uh, is Marcus here?
0: No. Oh. Marcus, get a call this morning from Marcus. Hey, Jake, I know that I can do two shows yesterday, but I can't do a single one today. So I'm just going to cuddle up in my bed with my blanket and a cup of hot chocolate and sit here and do nothing all day.
3: Yeah, so uh, what did you guys think <laughs> about a uh, Polish show going off on him?
0: I thought it was hilarious. He called him a baby lamb. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Marcus didn't have many friends yesterday. I think Philly was a little upset with him. Uh, Post Joe. I AJ mean,
0: scored 10 points and had five assists. You don't and four know basketball, rebounds. Marcus. You don't know basketball, Marcus. Put that in your pop and smoke it.
3: <laughs> yeah, Marcus. But, uh, Get him, Josh. Jay, where do you think uh, the line will be in that uh, Tennessee Alabama game tomorrow?
0: Uh, Tennessee probably by about 3.5 to 4.5.
3: Would you would you play the Vols tomorrow? No, no.
0: Get you a live bet. As soon as a team makes a run, they're gonna adjust the spread and then take the opposite of that.
3: Yeah, I think I would take the over in that game tomorrow, wouldn't you? I don't know what the over is right
0: now. Yeah, to be honest with you. But if you, Josh, you you're around a lot of sports books. You play a lot of play a lot of bets, especially college basketball and football. Yeah, where would you put the over under at? tomorrow if it were you
3: uh i would set it with these two offenses that are really good i would set it like at the one
0: you're not too far off i think it'll be around the one sixty-one fifty-five 155 mark
1: alabama's yeah. averaging 90 we're averaging 80 on the season that's
0: 170 yeah
1: so yeah somewhere 160 to 165 probably
3: so uh Jake, what do you think about your boy J.P. Estrella? He uh, he played pretty decent in that mm-hmm. Florida game. I, I'm petitioning for more minutes for J.P. Estrella.
0: I'm always going to petition for more minutes for J.P. Estrella. love that kid.
1: It was interesting how he divided out the minutes because they do put up great numbers, but he only did he did it in 20 minutes. He had yeah. 20 and 10 Yeah, he 20 minutes.
0: And J.P. had seven points in nine minutes.
1: Yeah, you got good work from those three guys.
3: Yeah. So, uh, what do you guys think about uh, Adu? Do you think he's improved? Like, uh, he had a pretty nice game, you say, too.
0: I think Adu's probably shown, from the guys that have at least been here for a few years, I'd say he's probably shown the most improvement out of those guys. Because Josiah Jordan James, you know, at the start of the year, it's like, okay, we're finally getting some consistency out of him. And you're really not. At this point, Santiago Vescovy, he's a shell of what he used to be. And I hate to yeah. say it because, you know, those two guys, they've been here for, what, it, four or five years now? Bama's
1: going to be yeah. an inter- interesting matchup for him because they have this guy, who is it, Grant Nelson, I think, transfer. He's six foot eleven, but he can handle it, can wow. do a lot of, of that type of stuff, like a Holmgren type, I would say, like a Chet Holmgren. Maybe yeah. not to that level yet, but right. that type of player. So I don't know if they have another big that plays with him. So, it could be a matchup for James, but 6'11 dude out on the perimeter will be an interesting matchup for Adu, a pick and pop guy who averages, what, 12
2: and 6. Yeah. So, if he can just stay out of foul trouble, I think that might be the most important thing. Whenever well, that's it, what always kills right. us. Whenever that that's happens, true. it's just he can't play the way he wants to play, and it's vital.
3: Yeah. So, uh, I heard Marcus talking yesterday that our defense was a uh, ranked.
2: 36,
3: Tennessee in football finishing up this past season. Is that true?
1: I think that's what he said. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, you're in that top 25%, but, I mean, at the same time, you want to be in that top 15, top 10% if you really want to make a push for a national title.
3: So, Jake, I agree with your point you made yesterday with Polish Joe. If we can score enough points on offense, then the other team we're going to win most of the time next season. I mean, you score more
0: points, you always win. I mean, that's the thing.
1: As long as you score more points than the other team. Just need to limit our three and outs. Like, a lot of times, that was a big key, that teams go down, have a long drive against us defensively, but then we come out offensively, you know, and go three and out. We're right back on the field.
0: Absolutely. Josh, we got to run, buddy, we got to hit a break. Stay with us. The G.I. Jake Show marches on right here on Fan Run Radio.
2: Are you in need of a smile makeover? Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Costa at Knoxville Smiles.